Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I am a champion. I swear when I came through that last camp in my body, I became bulletproof. I became invincible. Now, nothing can stop me. It worked out perfectly. So it's UFC Mania weekend. Yeah, up. I think this might be the uh, might be the finale of their go big block of marketing, which oh. might be the three month block that they do. Well, absolutely. What we just had a look. There's 37 fights in three days. Something yeah. stupid like that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, this is their big weekend. They're, they're cashing all their chips in. Yeah, and it's not small fights either. There's like legit. Like they actually mean something. These fights. Well, it, it's amazing because we've got uh, fight night. 80, 80. The Ultimate Fighter finale, yep. then the UFC 194 pay per view. Yeah. There's, it's interesting that they've put the pay per view at the end and try and. You, you've got a saturation this weekend. Yeah. Do they've just got all these contracts for 2015 that expire and they're like, oh, fuck, we might as well use them. Use them all up. Just a tax break. Uh, it probably could be, actually. Uh, but also, the other one is that they've been debilitated that much by injuries on all big fight cards that they've gone, fuck this. <laughs> we've got a superstar. Yep. This matters. Let's get, get it sorted out. So. We've got all the reserves. If anybody drops out, we've got somebody to fill in. Doesn't matter which fight it is. Exactly. Because it is amazing that um, the the first two cards, the Ultimate Fighter Finale and Fight Night, yeah. it's two really good cards considering how stacked UFC 194 is. Yeah, exactly. And especially like they're holding them... Well, I know um, Ultimate Fighter Finale and Aldo vs. McGregor are both in Vegas, so all those people are going to be in the one city. So any injuries happen, especially with Connor and Aldo, yeah. they've got the people in there already trained up, ready to hit the ground running. It's not going to be like the last time where they put Mendes in on short notice. Short notice and well, you, It's you, funny you say Connor and Aldo because I think Reebok think that's one of the fighters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're probably right. You've done well again in the last couple of weeks in, in oh, Reebok. fuck's sake. Yeah. Like we're saying, it's, at the, at, right now, it's got to be deliberate. There is somebody trying to yep. fuck it up. Yeah, um, in which someone's case, trying to white ant their boss. In which case, good job. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like it's almost like they're not even casual MMA fans, or they're hardcore MMA fans, and they are trying to sabotage it from the inside. Yeah, I I take that over. They cannot be this incompetent. Yeah, especially after like if you the the opening when they released the Reebok kit and they had all those mistakes, you know, names yeah. spelt wrong and um fucking they had uh. Uh, was it Koshek's shirt there when he'd already yeah um, he'd, he'd left he'd already signed with Bellator yeah, yeah. Um, after that you would have thought somebody's gone you know what let's double yeah. check from now yeah. on maybe have a, a a Google proofing I don't know because <laughs> it's not fucking hard to check out you know, sixty or so names especially when they get supplied to you yeah and especially it would take someone to go you know what before you put them on store just run them by me just give us a look yeah. at them. Hey Mate. guys, can we can we make um, Sherdog.com? Can we go there before we, we <laughs> exactly? Hit There's yeah. got to be some sort of account manager going. You know what? I'll have a bit of a look. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a fucking UFC fan. Just all right, go to UFC.com. Uh, yeah, okay, that's the way it's spelled. Cool. Anyone's competent. No. I was thinking about this as well because um, you look at somebody like 
uh, Reebok is a massive brand, obviously. Yeah. So when they sponsor an individual player, let's go, um, obviously, Nike sponsor LeBron. Yeah. So what are Nike paying LeBron per year? 50, yeah, 60 probably. million plus incentives on top of that. Yeah. This is a six-year deal worth 70 million for an entire league. Yeah. They're not really putting their best guys on the case, are they? This is true. This is oh, true. 10 million bucks a year, hardly worth the effort. It, it is for them. It's small change. Yeah. When, because, you know, when they've got somebody like a, a single player, they'll give nearly that same amount per year as opposed to an entire league. I mean, they, they just don't give a shit. And there's no competition. So yeah, exactly. when you look at the, the NBA, they've already won. They're sponsoring Le- LeBron, but Nike are sponsoring someone else and they're sponsoring someone else. Yep. And, and so you're actually competing on court against them, but they've got the entire league covered. Then they're only allowed to sponsor. They're the only sponsorship that's allowed to be in there. But the thing is, how often do you walk around the streets and see someone wearing Reebok anything? Well, that's the whole point. This is their chance yeah. to, to change that. And they're fucking it up. Yeah. And not only are they... They're going backwards, and so this would make me stop buying other Reebok stuff because you look at it and be like, yep. "This is fucking retarded." Like, it's not cool to wear a Reebok. Who was Reebok's last big name athlete? John Jones. Shaq. <laughs> Shaq would probably be the one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think American football is where they they really probably do yeah working. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have a clue. I have that no one. idea. But mm. it is amazing when you think about um, you know they had John Jones. Uh, no, Nike had John Nike Jones. Had Jones. Yeah. And then the Reebok deal come along, and then Reebok had John Jones. Yeah. Um, and then he got arrested. Yep. And so they <laughs> fucked that up. Yep. Um, so, you know, Nike got out of jail there. Um, yeah. And obviously, Rhonda was the other big one they had. And then, you know, yep. she, she gets kicked in the head. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't been really smooth sailing for him business wise either. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I did put up a um, blog about that on our website about how I think that they should not have one team sponsor the entire league, yeah. but rather have a team sponsor Sp- a fight camp. Yeah. Like uh, Muscle Farm have done. Yeah. Exactly. With the elevation fight team yeah um so i just the, i don't know what out clauses are in these contracts because yep. obviously a contract of this magnitude um even though we said how small it is for reebok yeah. it's still a big contract and there's going to be lots of little um you know targets that have yeah. to be met and there's got to be exit clauses in there for yeah whatever yeah um there's got to be somebody looking it through on both sides of the, yeah. of, of the fence and we were talking about it before with um on uh was it Rogan's fight companion or yeah. was it they talked about it a lot yeah were they talking about they were they didn't believe that Brendan Shaw was making over 100k per fight oh it was yeah. with Demetrius Johnson that podcast yeah and then even Demetrius Johnson was like well I'd like to see the receipts and Joe was like I saw him because yeah. I told him if I'm going to stay on, on air that yeah. this you're, what you're saying is true then I need to see the receipts just so I know that it is true and it's great for something like that because obviously Shorb's not going to go put up all these financials online exactly. for everyone to see. Yeah. But to get somebody who is a trusted voice yeah. um, and go, all right, mate, I'll show you because yeah. they're friends and goes, oh, yep. You're 100% right. And you're actually underselling it. It's a little bit more in some cases. Yeah. I think I figured out where they fucked up. Um, Reebok sponsor a whole bunch of different sports. Like they've got a, a little bit in uh, baseball, American football, basketball, boxing. They actually still sponsors Jeff Fennec, which is weird. Um, Canadian football, ice hockey, lacrosse, mixed martial arts, but the uh, track and field. And the problem they have, though, is they do sponsor Force India F1 team. Do they really? Yeah, and I can imagine that could be a money sink for them, oh. considering uh, old VJ not really liquid. Yeah, to be fair, shoes probably made in India, so... Yeah, they probably are, but they might not get them if VJ Malay is involved. They might, uh, they might get an empty carton, and he's there <laughs> flogging him off at some market somewhere. Yep, that's true. So um, so we've solved their problem. Um, VJ Malay is involved. Yep. 
And that's lots of lots of companies' problems at the moment, especially alcohol. <laughs> Kingfisher, fucking India Airline, all that shit. So it just goes to show that uh, Reebok, it's got to the stage now when the next fuck up happens, she's like, eh, it's only a five out of 10 on the fuck yeah. up scale. And it's, it's, like, already, it's already gone too far that I'm not going to buy that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, let's get to the fight. So we start off, the first one is uh, the Ultimate Fighter um, finale. Yep. Um, so we haven't got the full card yet because the Ultimate Fighter show is, I think, the yeah. final episode's on a this couple Thursday. of days. Thursday. Australian time this Thursday, yeah. so Wednesday in America. Um, I'm still going to be looking forward to the Ryan Hall fight because he's going to be on the card somewhere. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Um, it was interesting. I think I said it to you, Brenton, um, that I had a feeling he was going to lose his next fight because his opponent was already um, saying, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm fighting Ryan Hall next week. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, you wouldn't be doing that, bragging about it if you lost. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, I think he he'll be one of the um, the undercard highlights for a lot of yeah. people. Um, it, it is a shame that he's gone to uh, mixed martial arts very late in his yeah. uh, career because I think he's thirty already. Some like, oh yeah, maybe a touch shade younger or something like that. But definitely he's um, past that point where he's going to learn an entire discipline and be exceptional at it. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but he can, he's still make a name for himself and, and well, already has, like in BJJ. Well, some of the guys that uh, finish, you know, in the finale, but not in the top three or four, they're going to have fairly decent careers. Yeah, like we, yeah. Say, um, we said in our AFL podcast before, you guys like um, Chris Lieben, um, Joe Lozon, yep. you know, you were season five. You yeah. know, these guys that um, haven't gone for a title, uh, Michael Bisping, yeah. um, but have had long careers yeah. and mm. never looked like in danger of their spot. Yeah, because they put on great fights. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas you've had hundreds of others that have just come and gone before yep. they've even um, thrown a punch. Essentially, yeah. I mean, one of the greatest disappointments ever of the Ultimate Fighter was Jonathan Brookins. Yeah, exactly. Of how good he looked in the house, and then just yeah, how natural talent he was. Oh. And then you throw out Uriah Hall as well, who started as a, a house of fire and ended up just house of cards, just fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he started to come back good until he faced up against another Ultimate Fighter uh, yeah, alumni yeah. in uh, Robbie Whitaker. Yeah, who I think he's ranked seventh now. He's looking be. pretty damn good. It. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty good for him. Yeah, it's been awesome because especially um, Uriah Hall had taken fights on short notice and had immediate that, hype yep. that was built up before that, like two fights I think within. I'm going to guess as they say three months and this is going for a third in maybe four. Well, certainly in this calendar year. Yeah. Mm. And so that's a media hype that's around him in like a very small time frame and and Robbie Whittaker just takes that and now he runs with it. But the thing is though, with Hall, he'll always have a a sort of appreciation from the UFC because he puts on fights. Yeah. He's not going to try and outpoint the guy. I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing because he's going to lose a lot of fights he could probably win. He does. He apologizes for it. But he's entertaining. Like He's going to try and knock him out with weird back fists and spinning kicks and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, which makes an interesting spectacle. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Like, uh, he, you know, Jim Bob and his brother can appreciate that from the back of their trailer. Yeah, well, yeah, Tank Abbott would be able to appreciate that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, besides the undercard here, like, obviously we're going to look for uh, Ryan Hall. I, I think, yeah, if we go towards the top there, yeah. uh, Lozon versus Evan Dunham. Yeah. Um, I think that you pencil that in for fight of the night yeah and I think this is going to be the old school MMA's fight of the night yep. that's the one that they're going to be looking forward to having said that Lozon's last fight was that the one where he actually came out and apologised afterwards because just nothing happened he was yeah, just totally off his game so. I think so yeah so this could be a turning point fight for Lozon they're both counter punching from memory um, if he can't um, get back to his usual um, always moving forward self and trying for, for shit um, yeah, you know, and 
on his feet as well as on the ground. Um, it, it might be a, a stage where he starts to think, you know, what else can I be doing? Yeah. Well, he's only 31, so he's got a lot of fights under his belt. I was going to say, that's, there's a difference, though. He's when 31 where he's been yeah. in the head a fair bit. It's 35 fights. And yeah. the thing is, what, what he was known for doing, there are young people doing the same thing, like Anthony Pattis, who is almost like an advanced Joe Lozon at the moment. You know, Joe Lozon sort of started that um, go for bonuses, you know what I mean? He oh. was the one who put on exciting fights. I think he still has the record. And that's the thing, too. So, yeah. He's got uh, 35 fights, four went to decision. Yeah. And that uh, that stat alone is going to make him very popular with the UFC uh, matchmakers. Was it Pettis that knocked him the fuck out, or was that Barboza? No, it was Pettis, who had the massive head kick. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he, he's sitting right, a bit. Yeah. Um, no, he, he, I think it was the Ally Quinta fight, which was just... No, God, where was it? I can't remember. It wasn't the Danzig fight, was it? Anyway. Um, yeah, I can't remember. But um, he... He's always put on good fights, and also um, Evan Dunham is old school, yep. uh, known as the same thing, uh, well-rounded for someone from that era. I don't know how mm, he's progressed yeah. now, but uh, stylistically, it should be a very entertaining fight no matter where it goes, and both people aren't afraid to mix it up, and they're not afraid to get knocked out in yep. the pursuit of getting those bonuses. I think it's a pretty uh, safe fight for the UFC as well they know yeah. what they're going to get out of it mm, yep. um, and it's going to be real entertaining yeah. and so do the fans and you know if you happen to enjoy two people going hell for fucking leather trying to belt the piss out of each other which you probably do if you're a fan of the UFC it's going to oh, be yeah. a great spectacle and especially with these three fight cards in the same um, weekend oh something for everyone yeah and there's generally the um, talent of the around the same weight divisions like the smaller weight divisions yeah, which no, all matter because they can fluctuate you know that 10 pounds give or take yep. four fights and that's what's going to happen with the banning of the IV so a lot of these people who are in the lower weight, weight categories are going to end up going up after this year and so yeah, this is where it's so. all going to follow on and have a knock on effect with the divisions up I true did no- true I did notice that there were not many heavyweight fights on this weekend as well yeah considering no. 37 fights or whatever it is yep not many up uh, the uh, the upper end of the scale at all yeah and they've used all their contracts throughout the season oh besides yeah we've got um, uh, Gabriel Gonzaga and uh Constantine um, Erikan yeah. on this one that'll be an interesting fight too because it, it'd be interesting to see how much Gonzaga's got left in the tank yeah um, I'm going to bet not much yeah I was thinking exactly the same thing he's he's never been a spectacular fighter he's been a big well, motherfucker well Kedkick Krokop say, that's he, the only he, thing yeah that's, uh, if you haven't got many highlights it's not a yeah. bad one yeah. to have yeah. that's true like he's, he's powerful yeah and he's always going to have a puncher kicker's chance yeah so, but he's never going to put on that fight where you're like, holy fuck, that was amazing. He's never going to work his ass off to get in shape, let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> that too. If, if you're comparing one-hit wonders for highlight reels, yep. who's got it? Gabriel Gonzaga or Shawnee Carter? It's uh, got to be Carter, just for the Shani, legacy. Yeah. Like just for the legacy. Like, what how about, many people throw a spinning back fist and don't think it's Shawnee Carter? What yeah. about Big Country? He's got a few nice one-hit knockouts. This is true, but... Um, yeah, but we're I talking mean, about one highlight. Oh, just one, one highlight. highlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Uh, I. Th- yeah. I think Gabriel might be staring at the ceiling by the end of the fight. Yeah. And the other. Well. Oh, the next fight that matters, yeah. I think, is one that I'm looking forward to most on this card is Edson Barbosa versus Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Are you looking forward to it because you think that Barbosa is going to kick his head off? Well, the <laughs> thing is, I'm always going against Tony Ferguson just just because of what he went fucking spastic on the older fighter again this is the ultimate fighter finale so it's good to see they've got more of the alumni back there yeah but Tony Ferguson um, it looked like when Koshek went through he 
intentionally played the role of a villain because yeah. he knew that this would get me more airtime, more promotion. Yeah. I don't think he had a stretch. True. No, it, it certainly it, um, it was a role that came natural to him. Yeah. Ferguson, I think, actively tried not to and couldn't yeah. help himself. Because yeah. <laughs> remember that time he said, I can't remember the exact, but he's going, you're a cunt, you're a cunt. Goes, yeah. And then the next day when he's sober, he's oh, okay, I was drunk, I didn't mean to. What did I say? Well, yeah. You called, him, called me something about me, me daughter at home or some shit. He goes, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. straight back into it. Yep. Could not help himself. Yep. But the worst thing is he's looked great in Octagon. He's, and he looks like he's improved every single fight. 16 and, uh, is it 16 and 3 or 19 and 3? 19, no, 19 and 3. And three. Fucking eyesight. And doing plenty of work with Eddie Bravo down at 10th Planet. Yeah. They have big raps on him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. He's talented. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter how much of a cunt you are. If you can fight, you can fight. Yeah, and and look, working with Eddie Bravo will probably chill him out a bit anyway. Well, it yeah, yet. <laughs> just just I think everyone who hangs around Eddie Bravo has no choice but to be chilled out. <laughs> Contact high. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of Eddie Bravo, uh, if we can d- deter for a little bit, uh, yep. EBI is on as well. Um, yeah, this uh, weekend, isn't it? This weekend. So yeah. if you've yep. got three UFC cards plus EBI five, yeah. Um, I watched a little bit of um, four uh, over the past week, um, as well as the qualifiers for oh, the right. alternates. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think for tournament jiu-jitsu, one of the great benefits of tournament jiu-jitsu is you can have a tournament in one day, yeah. um, yep. which you can't do in MMA or, or boxing yeah. or kickboxing. Not or these days. Like Not successfully, yeah. Um, so he's got that idea right, but his overtime as well, yeah. um, I thought it was a little bit misguided when I first heard about it. Yep. But watching it in action, yep. I think it's a great idea. No, I hope it spreads. Yeah. Um, either he does more tournaments yep. or that the idea of, okay, submission only. Yeah. Right, now let's start in bad positions. Um, yeah. And try and get a win. Yeah, um, like wrestling style. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's not like it's a, a totally new idea. Like you say, it's been in tournament wrestling for fucking ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway. Also, and- that, that, that theory, I think, really helps to expand um, sort of the, the movement of, a, of jiu-jitsu because... Yep. It's not often that you make people make a competition out of being start off in the most fucked up spot yeah. and then figure out how to get out of it. And so there's going to be some people who start practicing that, yep. and the knock-on effect of whatever movements they create from from practicing that is going to follow on to the rest of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So I think it's Eddie Bravo has always been that way inclined to improve the sport, and I think this is another example of him doing that. And there's always naysayers like, oh, you know, it's just going to be a, <laughs> yeah, a, they're called Gracies. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, people have been wrestling since fucking I don't know. We were all hairy monkeys. And yep. still, new shit is being invented yeah. or reinvented, yep. depending on what you think. Yep. So, to say that not much is going to come of it, well, you can't know. Yeah. I yep. think it's going to be bloody interesting. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. And to be honest, I think Metamora shot themselves in the foot when they started trying to contract fighters and started trying to... Rip off all their customers? Yeah, rip off everyone and not paying people. Like and... say, that, that's the biggest thing. They shot themselves when they didn't pay people. Yeah. Yep. Try so, to pay them in private lessons. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them yeah. to bring that one back. And EBI was always better than that anyway. I was going to say, I think for a long time, Metamorris was the pinnacle of tournament jiu-jitsu. And I think EBI's now surpassed yep. them. Well, I think Metamorris knocked themselves down yeah. far enough that uh, you know the local tourneys are surpassing him now. I think it hurt them too when Eddie um, drew... Yeah. Hoyler, yeah. but Eddie won that Eddie fight. Eddie won that by a long way. He didn't by the rules, yeah. but every, anybody watching who doesn't have the Gracie surname yeah. knows who won that fight. And the way and, they conducted themselves afterwards. Yeah. it's And Eddie was all class. Yep. Um, uh, last thing we'll say on Eddie is I can listen to him talk about jiu-jitsu all day long. Yep. I've heard enough about Tower 7 from him, though. Yep. yep. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. So yep. uh, the main event on the card, which is really the understudies for the main event on the UFC pay-per-view, yep. Frankie Edgar and Chad Bendez. Yeah. be good to see Chad um, 
with a full camp behind him because yep. we know we know he took the Connor fight on short notice, yep. and he he looked like he wasn't ready for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, even though he, I think he dominated some aspects first round of that he had, fight. Yeah, yeah. He took him down, um, cut him up, but obviously that it's easy to sap someone's energy when you're playing guard. Yep. And with someone who you know has had a short fight camp and who is yeah. muscle bound mm. like Mendes is, a wrestler who obviously they can work hard, but without a proper conditioning you're not going to be able to last too long if the other person fights smart, which obviously McGregor does. Basically yeah, he's going to explode John hard, but explode quick. I mean, yeah. He fought a good fight, though. McGregor, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he did look vulnerable off his back. Yeah. yeah. Having said that, when you know the uh, Chad went in for the kill, McGregor got out. Yeah. Um, and when he, he got back to his feet on more than one occasion. Yeah. And you know, the last time, obviously, when he got back to his feet, he, he saw the, the, yeah. the, um, the blood was in the water. And he said, this is it. Yeah. We're going to town now. Um, having said that, I, I'm still an Edgar. I think yeah. Frankie's um, just going to... Um, because he, he he's fighting at a natural weight. Exactly. Well. Yep. It's one of those guys that um, the IV laws with weight cutting is not yeah. going to affect him one little bit. Yep. He's going to come out like a machine. Yep. Yeah, I'm on Edgar as well. And I think he's going to knock him the fuck out. Yeah, and he can fight five, you know, yep. with another five no in the worries. bank. No worries. Against and, the best in the world. Yeah, I don't know. Connor's already come out and said that He's going to fight this fight and then he's going to go after the lightweight title because he can't really maintain a, a run of that. He's going to try and do both, but yep. very unlikely he'll be able to maintain this, This uh, was it featherweight or bantamweight? Feather. Yeah. Feather. I can't remember. Yeah, he won't be able to maintain that belt because he's going to be able to stay at that weight because he's very big for that weight division. Yeah, yeah. he's always, the, the weight cut has always been one of his um, biggest yeah. opponents. With no IVs, he's, he's pretty yeah. much dead. So. No, I think by this time next year, Edgar would be um, wearing gold again. Yep, yep. I agree. Um, so hopefully they get his name right when they do the new shirts for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that, um, we, we're talking about, um, you know, the IVs and the new weight cutting. Um, yep. It will be interesting they're talking about the, the option also of putting in more weight divisions and having more champions. Yeah. Because um, it is the one thing that I don't, I don't keep up enough on when it comes to the UFC is yep. who's in what weight division. Yeah. I just yeah. want to see fights. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so if there was a way where they could just say, right, no cutting weight. You yeah. Know, let's everyone fight in the natural weight. It'd be yeah. a much better spectacle, I think, yeah. as well. But it's it's impossible. People um, are always going to look for an advantage. Yeah. Even if yeah. you said, right, we'll, we'll weigh you before you walk into the octagon, there's still going to be some fuckers going to yeah. try it. Well, that's it. They, uh, they tried it and that was the worst thing because they still cut weight and then yeah. they're fucked up when they lose and get knocked out. Exactly. Or even worse, they turn up overweight and they're like, eh. Yeah. Like, well, what are you going to do? Dock me 10%? Fuck it. I'll still win this shit. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Um, so it's a shame that they don't have more announced catch weight fights. Yeah. They just say, look, fuck, yeah, let's not worry about you know starving ourselves for the week before yeah. the fight. Let's come in fully hydrated and let's fuck shit up. Yeah, and like we were talking about um, before, off air, uh, with Demetrius Johnson on Rogan's podcast, where he doesn't get the respect of what the champion that is. Yep. And a lot of people think it's because there's the lowest weight category, yeah. and so it just doesn't get that. And so I was thinking, you just got to change that weight category to the ninja division. Perfect. Yeah, it's all marketing. Exactly, it's done. What, what is it called? Is it feather? Feather flyweight. Flyweight. Yeah. So yep. flyweight. Yeah. No one cares about flies. No, ninjas. exactly. Yeah. Ninja. Yeah. Because the thing is, as soon as you hear flyweight, you're like, yeah, I could take him. Obviously, <laughs> you couldn't. You, you couldn't. Have no <laughs> <fucking> chance. <laughs> um, actually, sorry, that reminds me of um, I went out with the missus for dinner on Saturday night. Went. Uh, we we're supposed to go down to St Kilda. What, but, speaking of ninjas. Uh, no, keep going. That too, actually. Um, we went out to St Kilda, but. Obviously, we're lazy and don't get ready early, and so it was all shut. So we went down to Chinatown, and most things were shut. And we walked past a Japanese restaurant called Gyoza Gyoza. I okay. looked at it, and I was like, yeah, nah, Gyoza, dumplings. Nah, I don't feel like it. 
turns out it's the only thing still open. So yeah. <laughs> we've walked the entire two blocks of Chinatown, come back, sat down, and it was incredible, like yeah. amazing. There's one table at the front, which we sat on, which is next to a, a white uh, chalkboard, which will have like a menu on it. And um, the amount of white people that walked past were like, oh, maybe we get Japanese. Oh, no, dumplings. Turns out gyoza isn't dumplings. Right. <laughs> it was almost like a Japanese tapas. Okay. Fucking awesome. Awesome. I've been awesome. to that place. Uh, Each dish was $6.50. Actually, uh, fucking incredible. Of course it was. That's where we went for um, Boa. Yoza Yoza, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was just some dumpling restaurant. Yeah. We, we got dumplings. I just happened to be open. This, this wasn't dumplings. Yeah. It was Gyoza Gyoza. It was, must have been another uh, franchise of it, but it was Gyoza Gyoza. For, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I say, it wasn't dumplings at all. No. So probably a different restaurant, just yeah. named the same. I think yeah. it might have been, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah there you go. Which, which was just, well, I was going to go to my point, was that the marketing can make a huge difference because yeah, they didn't realise that all these white people going past associate gyoza with dumplings because yeah. the only thing you usually see that in is the food court mm. um, noodle soups like ramen yeah. where they have gyoza in your ramen and it's this little dumpling. Yeah. And so, so many people were going past and going, nah, dumplings, and that just would ruin a lot of their business. So, and going back to the, the flyweights. Flyweights, yeah. They called it the ninja division. Yeah, called it ninja division. But also on that with um, Demetrius Johnson, he's saying, you know, he had a second job for a long, long time yeah, in his career. Yeah. I think he's only just started to move yeah. away from it. But yep. he, he, anyway, um, he doesn't get the paychecks or the acknowledgement um, of uh, you know the other fighters like Connor and Rousey yeah. And, yeah. and all the others. Um, I think that's just because we haven't seen enough from him. Because um, in his last fight yep. against... Um, Oh, smile John Dodson. John Dodson. Mm. Um, the moment where he got the low blow and then mm. pushed the ref away, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, fuck yep. this, I'm still going. Yep. More of that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get fans just with that kind of infight. Nah, man, I'm a fucking machine. I'm going to yep. keep going. And here's the other thing is that I think he is so good that you don't, he, he, that he's so good because he's so fluid and you don't appreciate what he does because you yeah. don't see it. And it's not until you hear actual mixed martial artists who've been in the octagon talk about what he does. And the yep. biggest one for me was hearing um, Big John McCarthy. Yep. He has mm. a pod. He doesn't have a podcast, but he talks a lot with one of the other uh, referees. I um, can't remember who it was, but he said that they had like a three-hour discussion just talking about Demetrius Johnson, how he creates space. Yeah. And he mm. said, unless you're there, when you're in a clinch, he, it looks like he's throwing a punch, but he's not really. It's just a little push. Yep. And he just do this little push. And what that does is just creates a distance. So they're going backwards. So whatever they're trying to throw has no power behind it. Yeah. And then you'll light them up with angles. And uh, you don't recognize that unless you're a martial artist or someone tells you. Or you're two foot away from it. Exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> it's uh, so quick. But it's very much a Bruce Lee style of um, using your movement and their movement to create an advantage. Yeah, and putting it all together. Yeah. Um, also, I think him doing three hours on Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, because yep. we're starting to hear more from Demetrius De- De- yeah. Johnson. Mm. And he's getting close to Anderson Silva's record for title defenses yeah. now. Yep. Um, so I think that... Uh, as stupid as it sounds he's just started to rise now yeah um so it's unfortunate that he's just come off a really poor um selling pay-per-view yeah and they they might say you know what it's fight nights for you from now on yeah that's not such a bad thing um i think that his star will start to rise now but if he goes on you know the fox um fox sports cards yeah he's going to get seen by more people yeah well he needs to be headlining well, I mean, he, he has been His problem was headlining pay-per-views, though. Yeah. That's the thing. yeah, headlining pay-per-views, and they weren't really promoting him. Yeah, but the thing is, you look at someone like Chris Weidman, who is obviously a middleweight champ, beat Anderson Silva. Twice. They've never put him headlining his own pay-per-view. He's always been supported, uh, been supporting someone else, especially yeah. he's supported Ronda, I think, twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. And so they just know that he's in that star power to push forward um, his own pay-per-view and sell it. So they'll, they'll put him as uh, the support someone, which is what they probably should have done with Demetrius to get him in that light. 
like put him supporting um, Joe Cialdo's fights, yeah. which would have been perfect. Yeah, because you get similar weight divisions. Yeah, um, yeah Andre Aldo, he fucking goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on to Fight Night 80. Um, and again, uh, another card headlined by a female bout. Yep. Um, interesting, though, that there aren't that many other female bouts on for the whole weekend. Yeah, um, no. Well, the, the first thing I notice is that Sherdog's used the ugliest possible picture of Paige Van Zandt. How are they? I think it's fair to say she's, you know, pretty easy on the eyes. Yeah. She's probably the best one going around. And, and somehow she's been stung by bees and her forehead's turned into a seven head. Well, trust me, half of Sherdog wouldn't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> pointy elbows. Yep. No, would pointy elbows. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, I think they did miss a, a trick here, though. Because um, Rose um, shaved her head, or it was about a month ago. Yeah, something like yep. that. Because obviously there was the big Paige Van Zandt, yep. you know, shaved her head, and it ends up she just went in for a trim. Yep. They should have made this a hair versus hair match. Well, <laughs> funny you say this is that on the other card you've got Elias Theodoru, who has been known as having the best hair. Who he he proclaims that he's got the best hair in uh, the the in that mixed division. Yeah, mixed martial arts. But Smile and Sam Alvey came out and said, Nah, I reckon I got the best hair. Let's have a fight. Loser has to shave their head. So they've, they've done it. They've gone for the... They, they put it out there, but they didn't make the fight. No, obviously not yet. Yeah. But, but there is time. It would have been perfect for this one. You've got number Junis of Paige, Paige Van Zandt, who are going to have the head shave. I'm going to say, if they did it as a hair versus hair match, it's yep. the main event as well. Do it in the ring. Exactly. Do yep. it afterwards. Yep. Big Herb Dean in there. The fuck know, it. Shave it off. <laughs> shave it all off. It would have been brilliant. <laughs> I'm on Nama Junis for this one, actually. I know there's a lot of heat behind Van Zandt, but um, Nama Junis is one of the most impressive... Uh, female ability to move like her her ability to attack from angles yeah is amazing and that flying triangle she did back in um well a, few, a couple of years back now i think i've never seen it done more perfectly yeah true I, I completely agree she's definitely got um the potential to be up there and being partnered to pat barry definitely her kickboxing abilities so if you match that with your jiu-jitsu definitely be a very exciting fight um, but what worried me was how easy she got done by Carlos Sparza, yeah. who in turn mm. got just fucking Fucked beat up, by, up JJ. by JJ. Yeah. Well, so. in fairness, JJ is just a step above in striking. This is true. And Sparza wasn't, I don't think it was humiliated. I think she... What? She, she managed to stay in the fight. No. no. Um, yeah, so, you didn't watch the fight. <laughs> no, she toughed it out. No, she got she beaten, definitely. But um, she was able to hang tough for a fair bit you got to watch that fight again I say um, I don't know if uh, Edmund was <laughs> yeah. scoring that fight in with the corner I, you're doing perfect that's exactly what I want. I, oh, I don't know if that was the most one-sided <laughs> title fight since Charles Sonnen and John Jones yeah but possibly I, I don't know I, I, I don't how long did that fight go for because it it felt like it was, should have been stopped a lot earlier I think it might have been for three rounds it did go for three third, I think okay. yeah. if Carla Espanza took that because I can't remember it but I, I do recall seeing the fight and going please stop yeah. stop stop so if she lasted three rounds then I'm with you she she toughed it out but Let, let's not undersell JJ she's fucking good no she, she's yeah. Yeah, clearly but Espanza did not have an offensive move the whole fight yeah. like she tried to go for doubles got touched up and yeah. then the rest of her takedown attempts were pathetic yeah what I'm saying is that that's no shame against JJ like because she is an exceptional athlete you, uh, yeah, but she was clearly outclassed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it showed. It, it made the Ultimate Fighter, which picked that um, uh, the first champion. Um, yeah, it, it made it look like a bit of a joke. Yeah. But yeah. What I'm trying to say is that you look at people who know they're outclassed after, say, the first minute and a half, and they'll back off and counterpunch. 
And, yeah. you know, it, it turns into a shitty fight and everyone's like, eh, it blew out. Instead, she's kept moving forward, kept trying to make it happen. You know, unsuccessful, yeah, but she's put on a fight. Yeah, but Rather all than, she knows is wrestling, so yeah, she can't punch. So you never have that choice. So let's go back to this card then and have a look at some of the undercard. Um, I, one of the interesting fights I thought was uh, Kevin Casey and, uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and Bootface. Yes. First of all, I didn't realise Kevin Casey was still with the UFC. Did he um, go out of contract and back in? Yeah, he's on single contracts, I'm he, pretty sure. He's on single fight uh, I think Sapato might be as well, because he no. won the Ultimate Fighter. and then Kevin, did, Kevin and Casey came in and declared that he now has a contract and just <laughs> put it in his pocket and said, no, no, I have a contract now. <laughs> so we're going to have um, two jiu-jitsu... Um, black belts, with uh, air quotes? No, he has a legit black belt. He's legit. He's just, now. Yeah. <laughs> just wasn't when he first got it. Um, and Bootface was a world champion. Yeah. Um, so we think that uh, uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. is going to have a, a, a good fight here. Because also, um, uh, Antonio Carlos Jr., he fought in the Brazilian um, older fighter. fighter, but yeah. he fought in the heavyweight division. And, um, and that, that um, ultimate fighter season was a two-division season. So they had heavyweights and they had the middleweights. But this fight's at middleweight. Which well, I, I found getting, strange. Probably getting tested. Um, yeah, could be too. What's his name did that as well? Um, I'll, I'll Rashad. Rashad, yeah. 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 I just went absolutely blank then. Yeah. Um, he ended up uh, winning a... He won heavyweight in the yeah. other fighter yeah. and then ended up winning a belt at um, light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not the first time. I think when um, the opportunity for the ultimate fighter came along, you'd go with whatever's there. Yeah. The only thing that I found weird was that maybe it wasn't the middleweight had the, the, as well because he chose to fight at the weight heavyweight which is the heaviest or maybe he had a, a training partner or something who was in the middleweights and didn't want to fight Could the same been. one yeah. yeah that's very precise. and if there's one person going to go up probably going to be Carlos Jr well he's a massive unit yeah and he fought his boxing looked really good in that ultimate fighter season as well yeah that's the only worry is when they start to the, like the jiu-jitsu champions decide yep. I want to show how good my stand-up is yep and Demi Meyer's on UFC 194 as well I tried to find out the translation of Cara Sapato just using it, it, a translator apparently yep. it means According to this shoe man, yeah, it means, shoe man. It means bootface. That's why yeah. I was calling him bootface all the yeah, time. But, uh, because one of his shoe man's just a funny way of translating that. Yeah, it's bootface yeah. because uh, his uh, jujitsu um, uh, professor said he's got a face look like a boot. Did he <laughs> called him bootface? bootface. <laughs> so that's his nickname. <laughs> I'm gonna say if you're that good at jujitsu, they wouldn't be saying that shit to you. <laughs> like, could you imagine someone going to Vondelay Silva? Yeah, no, nah, we're gonna call you ugly cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went to. Um, Cyborg and called her Wanderlei Silver in a dress. Yeah, that was Dana White. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, and to be honest, he was pretty right. <laughs> he wasn't fucking wrong. <laughs> if you saw the, the photo, he was almost spot on. Um, so where else do we want to go? We want to go uh, Elias uh, Thredeau? Well, actually, we've got to mention former Prime Minister John Howard. I was going to say. Uh, his yeah. UFC <laughs> debut. Yeah. Um, got a photo of him training, which I'll put up after this. Tim Means could become uh, one of the Australia's favourite uh, favourite sons if he uh, wins this one doesn't matter that he's I don't think he's born here or has ever been to Australia no. still one of Australia's favourite sons I still want to see this John Howard uh, bowler overarm <laughs> <All right>. even <laughs> if he's <laughs> never seen cricket before There's he'll a, probably do yeah. old Johnny awesome <laughs> chance he'll do better Bit of an over, over, overarm <laughs> lesson um, do you, you think that uh, Dana White hates Cody Fister um, yes if he doesn't um, before he certainly does now because he's taking on the new wonder kid he's he, he's taking on the male Paige Van Zandt yes Sage Northcote yeah, they actually call Sage him Sage Zoolander Northcote yeah um, they actually call him Sage Man Zant. that's his nickname <laughs> online um, Cody I think is also out of uh, the Ultimate Fighter alumni 
Um, yeah. And yeah. Sage, is this his second fight in the UFC? Second fight, yeah, I think so. Yeah, second yep. fight. Yep. Obviously, he impressed everybody in yeah. his first one. Even just the front flip afterwards. Yeah. Was he was impressive. nineteen, I think, in that first fight too. That's how old he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I tell you what, he's making a lot of fans very quick. So yep. it is interesting um, how they're going to treat him. Yeah. Um, are they going to go for the slow burn or go, you know what, let's see if we can have the youngest champion ever? Because they're going the slow burn. Because I think that he's already said, you know, I want to be the youngest champion ever and he's got a thousand days left to do it or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And he's also, he's, his hero is GSP and he's yep. now training with GSP. Fuck that. Um, so look out. But an interesting story came out about him during the week. I think um, Front Row Brian might have put it yep. out there. His old man apparently didn't mind a bit of the old Charlie. Really? Caught in a huge drug deal back in the day. Also got caught with a fuck ton of steroids and was known as a drug dealer. Uh, and right. it was alleged that when you look at Sage on the scales at 19 he's, years old he's a massive unit he's ripped a shit yeah so it was put out there that perhaps you know he's, he's uh, well, been well, on a few cycles that had more than two wheels yeah well I'm sure that he's getting the fuck tested out of him now because oh, yeah. um, <laughs> they, tell you what, they don't want another John Jones if they have within the space of one month um, Ronda Rousey gets done if Conor McGregor gets done and Sage Northcote yep. gets done I mean Dana's going to top himself exactly surely. Yep. there's going to be nothing left for him I think like, shit looks like we're back with the Brazilians <laughs> he's, he's calling Tito Ortiz and like mate you want to come back <laughs> actually I think Rampage is ready now <laughs> I've seen Rampage he's doing yeah. a lot of uh, Twitch yeah he does it with his son yeah. his son's fucking hilarious yeah because he was even he's even hanging shit on Brendan Shaw he's like <laughs> Brendan Scobb I don't know fucking Brennan Scarb. <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny cut. Yeah. Um, it's a good um, sponsorship deal he's got through Razor and all these other yeah. fuckers that yeah. have jumped on board. So yeah. it shows he and can still make money off off the uh, off the mats. For mm. someone who's proven himself not to be too intelligent making decisions, he's made some very good business ones when he was getting sponsorship. I tell you what, he's done well. He's done and well for himself. He's listening to good people. I'll watch him fight any fight too. Yep. I suggest. Absolutely. Um, other fight worth noting, uh, it's good to see... Uh, our Portuguese cousin Johnny Eduardo, yeah, is uh, having a crack again. Actually, this is going to be a good fight. Yeah, against Aljamain Sterling. So yeah, you know, if he if he manages to get up, it's good to see uh, our family, yeah, yep. distant families managed to uh, get a bit of a win on the board. Yeah, our South American cousins, um, Aljamain Sterling as well is very good stand up um, yeah. kickboxer. Well, he's, he's undefeated. Got a lot undefeated. of hype behind yeah. him, and he was one of the people that were very pissed off in all their embedded stuff that they were doing. He never got a mention, and neither did Michael Chiesa. They went down and they saw Cody Fister, but they didn't worry about Jermaine Sterling or Michael Kessa. Well, well, let's put it uh, uh, put it to rest. I mean, they didn't go down to Cody Fister because they're interested in his backstory. They're inter- yeah. interested in his opponent. But Michael yeah. Kessa in Vegas for that whole month yeah. <laughs> while they're doing that, no, nah, not going to come down the road and do any better for you. He's a quiet man. Yeah. Well, his, his story is fucking awesome. It was. I mean, he, he was in the house. Yeah. The but, but his story was that he was a heroin junkie who get hooked on methamphetamines and one day found himself naked in Vegas, like about eight hours from home. Clean himself up, come back, some, come back and wins the ultimate fighter. Yeah. Like, in, that's an incredible story to have on him. In embedded. fairness, if you're pulling a fighter from Vegas, he's probably got that story. No, no, no. He's not from Vegas. He ended up in <laughs> Vegas after a bender <laughs> naked. Oh, fair enough. Then. Yeah. So it was like an eight-hour journey for him to get there. Fuck it so, up. He actually lives in London, but yeah. <laughs> so it's the Hangover Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, edition. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's going to get a real fucking audit when he fights Jim Miller. Yep. Um, it, it, Jim is just one speed all the way through. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's never going to get up. So I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a real test for Kiesa. Yep. Yep. Although the Millers haven't been doing too well of late, so <laughs> if there's any time to pick him off, it'd probably be now. 
Um, it will be a great card as well. Like we said, um, I appreciate that um, yeah, these guys are, are going to go to war um, before the uh, the female main event. Yeah. Um, it's it's good that they're supporting. Yeah. Um, you know the the women's division because they yep. got to get some more stars in there. And look with the. Um uh, sort of umbrage they've had to not being promoted through embedded in that it's yep. probably going to make them come out there and put on an even more exciting fight yes absolutely they, you're going to want to prove the point to prove yeah um, so yeah, both come out banging I think yep. um, something interesting I've noticed just looking up and down this card um, the records of the, of the fighters here there's uh, starting to get towards you know yeah. when mixed martial arts started you had somebody who was 50, six, 50. six and four they're a great fighter yeah yeah, you know, yeah. now uh, whereas in boxing you can have somebody who's 25 and oh yeah. and they're a bit of a bum yeah but yep. they've been fed cans yeah. you know to get them up there mm. so now if you have a look up and down the card there's not that many that um have mediocre records yeah um except for maybe rose at three and two yeah well the problem with this is is that they actually need someone with a mediocre record that they can make fight cm punk yeah so <laughs> so what they've actually done is um dana's created another ultimate uh reality tv show where they're actually going to try and find uh an opponent C- for cm, CM punk, punk. Mm. yeah which i, I think should be pretty interesting the reason we're seeing the change in records now is because people are coming up through junior ranks yeah whereas yeah. they used to come straight or in the ufc and regional was, leagues and stuff yeah and if you're fresh in the ufc and you know, you go four and five, you're still learning and you're still having more expected of you. Whereas these days, if you're four and five and you're fighting in Western Southern Fight Conference, you're not going anywhere. You've you've been fighting the easiest guys. You're not going up a level. Yeah. Uh, you say, but there's still a spot for Bob Sapp on a card somewhere. Mark Hunt. <laughs> I think he's 11-11. Yeah. That's his record. 12-11. Uh, 12-11. I, I think we remember the Bigfoot fight put him above 50. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but like, like we said before with um, guys like Lieben and, and those if you put on a show you've always, yeah, got, a, absolutely. You've always yeah. got a place and there's been like so many times you've had guys just jump in on short notice just want to fight yeah. and they put on good fights and Dana has shown time and again he's, he's willing to stick with those guys Koscheck probably should have been dumped about a dozen times but everyone likes to see him get knocked the fuck out yeah, that's true. And in the end, he went pissed off to Bellator, but yeah. As did most of the, the rejects. Actually, speaking of Bellator, um, Benson Henderson come out and said he's going to test free agency. Apparently, he's, his contract's up. Yep, and he's already had one offer for 200k. Whoa. Um, which is a lot more than he made um, headlining a, a, the Korean yeah. Um, card. Yeah, but offering 200k for him, you're going to make that much in media coverage of offering him 200k. I think yeah. You've probably. already made. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. Even if he doesn't accept it, you've already covered your return on investment there <laughs> just, yep. just by writing out that piece of paper and it's just sort of breaking the levies of the bank until everyone goes yep. sweet alright it's not scary to go out there and test it you don't need yeah. that security yeah. of what we already have because we can improve it if Bellator stopped putting on 50 year olds as their main events then they'd probably be a lot further ahead yeah yep. um, it, I think competition's good um, yeah, so you'll, yeah you'll I agree keep them in line um, yep. and if that's the thing that um, breaks the Reebok back yep. I'm all for it yep um, so Imagine if Nike jumped onto Bellator. Yeah, well... I, yeah. Or someone who's not as shit as Reebok. Yeah, well, that's what was, I was writing in that blog post, was that you want these people to be able to compete in the octagon, like the companies to be able to compete. Because imagine if, if not only you had uh, Nike and Reebok having their own fight camps where their fighters would go and compete in the octagon, imagine if you had Monster and Red Bull having their own fight yeah, camps. Yeah. Like, that well, would be just, fucking off the hook. Nike probably wouldn't need to. I mean, they don't, they don't need the MMA market they don't really support it yeah but giving up market share in something that's as huge as that yeah. is well, a need well I mean they sponsored John Jones like we said exactly until they got yeah. forced out and the thing is I think it comes down to the apparel you can sell because the Reebok apparel is shit yeah. but if you've got competition if you've got 
like the example I used was Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman because yep. Anderson used to be sponsored by Nike and now Chris Weidman sponsored by Reebok. Yeah. But if they were both sponsored by those companies at the same time, fighting out of those camps, imagine the free marketing you get just from Reebok and Nike promoting yeah. that fight in um uh, in audiences which aren't natural to the UFC because yep. they got tendrils in all different sports. Yeah. I find it funny Adidas isn't involved. Just because yeah. they're involved so much in judo, um, yeah, other yeah. contacts. Yeah, but that's true. They make the geese and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess mainly they want to stay family, family friendly or some shit. I don't they're, know. They're big in boxing as well, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Karate. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, but for whatever reason, they've uh, largely dodged MMA. Um, like I said, maybe it's a family friendly thing. They want a little kids to buy their shirts and not mothers clutching their crosses whenever they see their gear. So who knows? Yeah. Um, so on to the big pay-per-view, 194, and uh, nobody's pulled out for the, the main fights um, at this stage, so hopefully that means we're going to see what we thought we are going to see. Yep. Um, but let's start down the bottom. I mean, Court McGee's um, jerking the curtain on this one. So, I mean, there's a... a He's a, a bit hard done by for that, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, that's how stacked this yeah, card is. this is true. This is Shit. one of the most stacked cards. Of, of I can't remember if I made a mistake about that being naked in Vegas story, if it was Kiesa or if it was Court McGee. I both believe them, either. Both of them are the final winners, so there's one of them. I would believe either. I'm Let's just say both of them. Fuck it. Yeah, so am I now. No, look at him like, hang on. <laughs> Pretty sure it was him. I hadn't heard the story before, but I'm, I've got a feeling that uh, now that you mention it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. never mind. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the first fight of, of the night, and that's a good fight. Yeah, it's um, going to be awesome. I, I want to see uh, if he can get it done. A bit of a grinder. Um, yep. but uh, I haven't seen him for a while though so you'd, yeah. you'd hope that he sort of um, ironed out those in uh, inconsistencies in his game um, anything else on the uh, the undercard the, the fight pass um, or Facebook fights that uh, tickles your fancy uh, Mac Desi yeah he's always good to Mac watch Mac Desi versus Medeiros will be a very good fight very entertaining fight um, neither of them really are backwards fighters yep they're all going forwards and it won't been, around, been around for a while it so. won't go to decision no, if it goes to decision, it's going to be because it's going to be too scared. They're going to give each other too much respect, but they're not the most respectful people, so they'll no. go forward. Um, I'm also, if we go a little bit higher up the card, mm-hmm. um, we've got uh, Uriah Faber, um, who's uh, been turning it on a, bit, a little bit lately. Um, and, <laughs> and look, it's only a matter of time between for him and TJ because it's come out where um, Uriah has said, "Look, we're not." in the same camp anymore and we're not particularly friends so I'm going to go for that belt if he's got it we're fighting it's a good fight so he's not going to go out of his way to to make it happen but as soon as he's made that allowance you can bet your bottom dollar UFC is like we're making this happen it won't be soon because they can build this up over time especially with TJ fighting Dominic Cruz I was going to say is that fight already signed on yeah that's that's like uh, UFC 197 or something like that or is I'm going to say I don't know when Dominic Cruz is going to it's soon yeah, I don't know when Dominic Cruz is going to pull out of that fight. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if Uriah gets a good win here and, and keeps himself true. healthy. Yeah, very um, true. It's got to be in his back of his mind. Yeah. And when you look at what Connor has done from um, making controver- making money out of controversial yes. fights, like these guys aren't stupid. And no. TJ and Uriah have both seen what Connor has done to hype up and make money. And they've got, surely, even if they don't like each other, well, there's both part of them like, this is good for both of us. Well, Connor's already boosted Faber's. Uh, yeah. Not his um, personality. Like, he's, yeah. He's yeah. let Faber and he put on a good show in Tough. Yeah. Yeah. He's built up the rivalry on that show with, and especially how he... He's increased Faber's profile, he essentially. predicted the TJ thing happening. I, I don't think he predict, 
predicted it. I yeah. think he knew. He knew, yeah. yeah. But he he's had one inside word. Put it out there yeah. uh, on Ultimate Fighter, which is pre-recorded. So then when it came out that TJ was leaving, this, this Ultimate Fighter episode's already been recorded. Yeah, six weeks ago or whatever it was. Yeah, and he knows that's coming up soon. So the UFC knows what they recorded. They know what's going on, and they just must have been like, sweet, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. Well, well, that's it. I mean, if that fight happens, I mean, obviously, um, Uriah's got to get past Frankie Senez um, yep. first. Um, and fuck knows if I pronounced that right. Sainz, I, I think. Yeah, sounds good. Um, it's uh, it's going to be, like, they don't have to manufacture yep, um, exactly. the, the controversy. Yeah, you know, It should be a, a little bit different. But what it, as we've seen is that time within reason doesn't do anything to quell people's uh, thirst for watching that f- watching a fight like that come yep. about um, so if we go further up the card Max Holloway and Jeremy Stevens. I mean Little Heathen Little Heathen talk oh about um, this I think um, to uh, pull a quote from a famous movie there will be blood yes this <laughs> yeah. this is going to dirty the mat this one yep. Max Holloway looks like a thumb yeah he kind of does a bit he kind of looks yeah um, but the thing is, his stand-up is awesome, especially yep. the, um, his kicks. Um, also, not afraid to get busted up and keep on going. So. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you walk into a punch, it means he can land yeah. one himself. And I mean, Jeremy Stevens, uh, nicknamed Little Heathen, yep. and every part of it. Yep. He, he ain't going to stop, <laughs> ever. <laughs> and say, so if he can close the distance, I think it's a, a Stevens fight, but yep. it's going to be all-out war, that one. Yeah, exactly. They're almost going to uh, take the mantle from Clay Guida and... Um, oh, yep. Roger Huerta. Yeah, Roger Huerta, yeah, yeah. Yep. Those kind of fights. Yep. Um, on to the next one. We got... Uh, Damien Meyer. Damien Meyer and Gunnar Nelson. Yep. I mean, this could be um, the new Sakuraba versus Carlos Newton. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, it'd be great. I mean, it's not going to happen, but it would yep. be great if they had that little gentleman's agreement. Let's uh, let's not punch. So I yep. want to see the, the money or the odds available for picking fight of the night. Because if you can pick that, you're doing fucking well. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's also I think this one will be the purest fight of the night for those that love the technique side of things, especially goes to the mat. Yeah, but those who can appreciate what's actually yeah. going on, the intricacies of it. I mean, you say that, and Gunner could come out and just knock him the fuck out with a punch. Well, Damien's no, no, no slouch with his left. He just has to that's know that true. he has to mix it up and do some jiu-jitsu too. But let's face it, these two. Um, oh, you want to see them grapple? It, it's it's funny that they might not be the best grapplers on the card, yeah. but they're certainly yep. in the top three. <laughs> yep. um, yeah. Both of them. Yep. Um, and I only say that because you have a look one fight up. Yep. And yep. you've got uh, Jacare. Yeah. And look, as far as grapplers go, he is one of the most spectacular to watch. Look, in the UFC, the three best grapplers are on this card. Yep. Um, yes. Which is amazing to see. Um, and certainly for the guys that love the jiu-jitsu, yep. um, this is the, the, the fight to watch. Yeah. And, you know, talking about that, looking at... Um, Ronaldo Jacare Souza coming off an eight fight win streak. Yeah. Um, still no title shot. <laughs> still, still no <laughs> still title shot. Yeah. Even though um, he had the belt on strike force, but yeah, fuck that. And um, his opponent, Yol Romero, coming off a six fight win streak, including Machida. Um, this is going to be for two older guys, like, uh, you know, uh, Romero's 38 and Jacare's 36, I believe. Yep, about that. A, yep, Brazilian thirty-six. Yes, forty-two. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still going to be a brilliant fucking fight to watch, and I'm a big fan of Jacare. It's just too bad we haven't seen him ten years back. But um, okay. it's got to be a number one contender fight, surely. Oh yeah, the Masasi yeah. fight we saw earlier with that guillotine submission that was spectacular. Yeah, it, it, I almost thought that fight should have been the his um, uh, number one contender shot. Oh, it definitely was. Still, like, there's no doubt Jacare got passed over. Like, no doubt whatsoever. I mean, not as bad as Misha Tate. But well, this is true, yeah. It's pretty close yeah. to it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you've been to the party a couple of times and not going over the chocolates, you're kind of going to get past that. Well, but anyway. I mean, Susie just hasn't been to the party yet. That's yeah, that's what I mean. It. Yeah. He's still waiting. He's still sitting out waiting for cake. But anyway, so we move on. We've got uh, a double main event in uh, uh, the two belts are on the line. Rockhold versus Weidman. Um, yep. I, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we might see um, a, a belt change hands here. I think this could possibly be the best middleweight title fight ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stand uh, by that. Well, uh, I mean, like a contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Son and Silver, I mean, yeah. The greatest fight of all time. If you yeah. you've got to go up against that, it's going to be difficult. This is true. This is true. Well, that I mean, that it's is got the potential, but yeah, that is a that's a big one I didn't consider. <laughs> um, if if not for that fight, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. And we just see uh, Rockhold after he got knocked out by the TRT Vitor, yep. he came back on a tear, really concentrated on, on what he's doing. I think he it looked like he lost a lot of the sort of bravado in his attitude in the ring. Yeah, arrogance, but, but yeah, arrogance. But transferred that to out of the ring to promote himself for what he was going to do, and I think it's worked perfectly. Um, one of the criticisms that a, few, uh, a couple of people have had with Weidman um, yep. since he's taken the belt is he's fought um, people past their prime. Mm. So I mean, he's he's beaten Silver twice. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, you know, and Silver was seventy six at the time. But you know, I mean, and, and Silver, you know, was showboating in the first one. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't piss with a hard load and let him fight. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, where he snapped his leg. Um, yeah. But I mean. That's the way fights go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's still lost. <laughs> then he's beaten uh, osteoporosis killed him. Uh, he's beaten the dragon and he's beaten Vitor. Yeah. Um, you know, both guys that their best was a few years ago. Yeah. But fucking legends. Yeah. Mm. Now he's fighting uh, Rockhold in his fucking prime. Yeah. Um, that's an attractive fight. Yeah. And to put it on is it the second main event for the night. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it? And this, I don't understand how they couldn't have this as a standalone pay per view itself. Could. Because, I mean, Connor's going to sell that card anyway. And you haven't really tested Weidman um, holding up a pay-per-view. And if it's going to be any fight, you'd think it could be this one. So yeah, close. In fairness, Connor's a bigger draw. Yeah. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, so you can understand that. the marketing of uh, putting but, that as number one. As a pure yeah, fight. But, but why put yes. it on the same card no, at all? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, true, like, true. Why put it on, on for the next week? This was originally for the Melbourne card, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yes. No, no, no. No, no that, that was Rocky Lawler. Lawler, Lawler and, and Conjure. That's and, right. Yeah. Conjure, yeah. Um, Which is off now, so I think um, Lawler's Lawler injured more yeah. injuries. Yeah. So, do you think um, that they're going to ha- have a uh, interim belt there? Nah, nah. You reckon they'll wait? Yeah, well, because Lawler only fought, you know, a couple of months ago, not longer, actually, a month ago against Robbie Lawler, um, against uh, Rory McDonald. Yep. So, fair enough. And uh, then that was fucking like you can't just give, take his belt away after that fight. Surely they, well, that's they should the just interim. sort out some sort yeah. of rule where if you don't defend within four, six months, or whatever. They put you on ice and you get an interim belt. Yeah, but I just don't like interim belts. I'd rather no, just watch, like one belt. it doesn't have to be a belt. Like it's yeah. all right for yeah. there not to be a belt. A fight's a fight. A belt at the end is you know it doesn't make a difference really. It makes a yeah, big difference in marketing true. though. Yeah, yes, it's true. It makes a massive and, difference. And you know when you get belt versus belt like Aldo McGregor. Yeah, uh, but, even though McGregor's belt is a paper belt. Yeah, let's let's be fair. That was a bit of a sham to strip Aldo of his belt because they need a Connor to be a champion. So yeah, it well, made, it made good business. Yeah. It does make this a very heated event. Yeah, and uh, you know when you've got Aldo, one of the more dominant fighters of the generation, probably uh, the most. Yeah, I doesn't last for ten years. I think I like McGregor. I do. He is not going to beat Aldo. I I honestly cannot see it uh, turning out like that. But and that's not a slight against McGregor. I think he's probably uh, legit the second best in the Div I think Aldo is just a, another level yeah I, mean, I think Aldo fully fit wins yeah, um, yeah I do 
But that that is the interesting caveat. Yeah, that's the caveat. Yeah, and um, also after Ronda get knocked out, I'm just really scared that I uh, to drink the Connor Kool Aid. Yeah, I'm afraid that I buy into the hype and be like, ah, oh, no, that's right. Of course, Aldo's way better because yeah. well, on on the record, you know, Aldo should have it all day. Um, we were talking about it before um, with going back to the Rousey home fight. Um, it was Rousey's going to win this by a mile, yeah, until the weigh-ins, yeah. And I think you, mm. you really, I mean, even though we're doing it right now, yeah, you're trying to pick winners. Um, you got to wait till the weigh-ins, yeah. And you see what condition they're in, yeah. Um, and who switched on. You, you can you see tell. Rogan in the background just eyeball fucking eyeball. people. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking the shit out. I love it. Um, I love how much of a fan he is of, of just those little parts where he's like, yeah. "This is what matters." Um, and you know, nobody gets that close. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, so it will be very interesting to see Wayne's because then we can tell, um, firstly, uh, who has some injuries. Yeah. You, know, you, you can tell yep. if they're trying to guard something. Yeah. But more importantly, out of these two fighters, who's done the weight cut better? Yep. And who's yeah. coming in um, on point? Yep. Because um, last time, um, Connor, uh, I reckon it was the second worst I've ever seen anybody at a weigh-in yeah. after Travis Luter. Yeah. When he fought uh, Anderson yeah. Silva. Yeah. The other thing that I'll um, point out is six of um, Jose's last 10 wins have gone to decision. Connor doesn't go to decision very often. Um, he's had, where are we, one decision in his career. And the extra couple of rounds, I think, because Aldo's not going to go out and try and blow his gas in the first round. Uh, he, he's too smart for that. He's going to try and play a longer game, try and win it probably around three, four, five. Uh, when he hopes Connor gasses out a bit. But Especially also, if Connor's had a hard weight cut. You look at the quality of people that they fought, and it's not even close. No. Not even close. I'd, I'd be happy to be proven wrong and uh, Connor to win, but in terms of pedigree, it's just... It's hard to... If, if I'm putting money on it, it's on Aldo. Yeah. Um, I just... I, I can't see sense in doing otherwise in terms of what we've seen from both fighters. Yeah. Just, if he's... Like I keep going back to it. Yeah, if he's injuries. not injured. Yeah. Um, yeah. If his knees are fucked, then he's got no chance. And also the other thing, even though like Connor talks the most amount of smack ever and does it very well, he is very intelligent in the way that he fights. And if you watch the ultimate fighter, even yes. some of the methods that he he got taught how to train by John Donahue were very on point. I really loved the one where he's talking about where he doesn't use pads for his kicking. Yes. I was gonna bring that up too. It very intelligent. Um so what what he does is he puts on the um Instead of putting on pads for the person who's, who's um, holding, obviously holding the pads, what they'll do is um, he'll say, go about 20%, but make sure you land your toes or your heel where you want that want that to land. Instead yep. of just kicking a pad and saying, that's got the body. You say, you're aiming for that floating rib. Yep. Or if you saw Kyle Noak when he fought on the Melbourne card, yes. who just annihilated someone's guts with a, a front teeth <laughs> kick or something oh, like when that. When you hear them go, oh, oh my God. That was incredible. And the worst thing was is that there are other knockouts further down the card that really didn't get him the credit he deserved yeah. for, for the performance that he had. Well, but he, yeah, he got, he got knocked out of the night. Yeah. But Bass Rutten highlighted it. He was fucking proud as hell. Yeah. But that, that, that thought behind your training where you don't have to train hard, train smart, yeah. mm. and the way you apply that seems to have some weight to it. So very much placement over power. Yes. Yeah. Because in the fight, you can learn power by doing your weights or whatever, but your placement, you're going to learn by having such a huge target that you're going to say that was that landed where I needed to land it without knowing that, you know what I mean? Because you've got one pad from pretty much your hip up to under, under your arms. Yeah. Mm, I did a terrible job of explaining that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially about the visual cues. No, yeah. it, I mean, it's it, it's not... Um, 
unique to just mixed martial arts. I mean, it's a lot of martial arts. They teach it, teach it slow, yep. get it right, you know, get the technique right, yeah. and then speed will come. Yep. Um, slow is fast. Yeah. Is, you know, is one of the stupid sayings that makes no sense. So that they, they say with it, but that's how it is. So yep. um, it's interesting that he, because I haven't seen any of this season of The Ultimate Fighter. Um, so it's interesting that he's uh, he's gone that way. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of animosity in this fight, which, you know, helps sell um, and, and really makes it interesting. But yeah, uh, keep going back. I I want to see the way in, but yeah. I think Aldo. And the other thing is, I think it seems like a lot of people have bought into the hype of Connor, yep. but by doing that, it's almost like Aldo has been discredited for what he has actually achieved. Like people just forget that. Yeah. So it's all right to say Connor was great and whatever, but you can't really say that Aldo um, isn't as good. Um, no, because it's been a while since we've seen Aldo fight, but when yeah. was the last time you saw him troubled? Like, he looked good in his fights that's what I mean he's he's controlled all his fights the only Um, other thing I can think of is that maybe Aldo's one of those guys that doesn't fight as well when he's pissed off yeah maybe Um, in which case he's going to have a fucking bad night because he is ropeable yeah and I mean to be fair it's a brave man that tests that theory too yes (laughs) or it's a rich man yeah well potentially both or foolhardy either way we'll We'll find out. Well, that's even like Aldo came out and said, he's like, look, I don't have anything against him. He's making me a fuck ton of money and I'm yep. doing nothing. So He's right. Cool. It's red panty night for everyone. Yeah, yep, exactly He right. lied his ass off. He fucking hates McGregor. Yep. Um, it wouldn't be great to see um, Reebok come out with red panties yeah. uh, as, as part of their apparel. <laughs> they, they'd still fuck it up, though. <laughs> they'd be blue Y fronts. Imagine they put them put on Jose's gear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red panty. Nah, it's got to be Reebok. You have to wear it. <laughs> Oh, oh, I know. I know McGregor listens to this podcast too, yeah. so he's, he'll be on the phone right now. I tell you what, if he goes it's to a the fucking great idea, if he goes to the weigh-ins in red panties, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Connor, you got to fucking do it, mate. Get right. in there, mate. It's not going to get better than that. So let, let's let's uh, let's leave it there and move on. It's uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend for uh, mixed martial arts. Yep, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys afterwards next week. Peace.